Network. Hi. Hi, I'm Mike. Hi. No, I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. No, I'm Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. Are you gonna believe me, who's clearly Mike, or Mike, who's not Mike? Let me just say, I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. Dave. Penis. Josh Solo here. Dave. Just doing stuff that Solo does. Salami. Salami. Rajol. Well, I haven't used Bratwurst yet. You're giving me ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it's junk in the trunk. Watch me turn a soft salami into a hard salami. Ooh. Gross. And that brings <laughs> us to our movie. Anyway, this and is this is, this is <laughs> what they say. Does it Wait, suck who are you? now? Wait, who are now? You? We didn't even start yet. I'm Mike. <laughs> Let's all do different voices. There you go. I'm Josh. <laughs> That's you. I'm J-Bone. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. <laughs> penis. Penis, penis, penis. And every now. And this is... Does it suck stallions. now? Does it suck now? And that's how you start. Are we actually getting worse at this? <laughs> yes. Well, we're, we're I worse regret that middle name, Penis. I mean, it was, it's a rough one growing up. David Penis Gugino. <laughs> <laughs> what was Tom one. thinking? What was I he, know. He, he was just like, ha, cha, 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 penis. It's, like, it's, it's, it's pronounced pianist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, this whole time? It was a great, great, great Irish uncle. Dave, I feel like an idiot. You never told me. I know. <laughs> How? From Montessori yeah. How do you bring that up? How do you bring that up? To his uh, five-year-old, David Penis Gugino. Nice to meet you. So, so which children's bond. movie? Did Wait, you do before this week? before we go further, Dave, could you take the edge off your mic? You're over modulating a little bit. Oh, Just am take I? the edge off a little bit. Just take the edge off a little bit. All right, ah. reset. <laughs> Hi, I'm. I'm Mike. Oh, Mike. we don't have to do all that again, no. do we? No, we do. You can edit that. Editing. Will I though? We'll find out on the next episode. Of we'll fix it. Does it suck now? <laughs> so, which so this week's movie. <laughs> uh, so we watched the movie American Tale, directed is it by Don. An Dom American Ruth. Tale, an American. It is. Tale, or is it just it American is. Tale? I an just American watched tale. it. So an American, an American Tale, tale is the official title. An American Tale. An an anal American Jesus Christ, tale. Dave! That's the two Dave, pods in a row. That's two pods in a row. Oh fuck? my God. It's a new I'm, theme. I tell Emily. If we were getting me. paid, we would be so unprofessional. I was say, right people now. may yeah. start to think we're uh, unprofessional. That's the point of a, pod, a podcast. You can get paid cat. for whatever for your podcast, and it doesn't even matter. Uh, so yeah. we watched American Tale and American Tale. <laughs> and Not Five Goes West. Not hey. Five Goes West. Uh, uh, it was directed by call? Don. Oh, God. He fucking did. This is fuck you. Is, I can still hear you sabotaging us. <laughs> like I lost the room. Dave just walked away and was <sighs> like, "Yeah, whatever. Give me twenty mil for the part. I'll show up two days a week." And Dave Penis has phone calls to take. Okay, not Gugino. Gugino. Is that your stage name? It is. What happened to Jack McFluffer or whatever? Yeah, whatever the information the name, name is. Yeah, twenty what inches is name? 
What was your now you're now you're a pianist? Jack Fluffer. You got out of the porn Jack, industry no. and now you're a pianist. <laughs> right. I play the piano. And you're Is huge, that ironic? Too, right? You're yeah, huge. well, my new record's called 20 Inches of Love and Bach. <laughs> Bach, Bach that Bach. ass up. Bach, there, that's better. Um, Much better. I don't know. I like 20 but Inches no, of Love pe- and Bach. You are. <laughs> Hubert, you didn't. Yeah. Dave, you're, you're a pianist and you're huge, right? Yeah, especially like, in Germany. Yeah, <laughs> the Germans love you. You're huge in Germany. So, like, this is so good. I love this. This man, he knows what he is doing. Yes. So anyway, Russian Cossacks. <laughs> bad, There's right? some mice. Yeah. It's so, Russia. <laughs> so we did. We watched An comes. American Tale, which is a children's movie, 1986. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's only. It's only like the animated story of my ancestors. Yeah, it's only the you Schindler's know. List of 80s animated movies about mice. And produced, but wait, which makes a lot of sense because it's produced by Including Rats of Nim. Who produced it? Same people. So that's that's an interesting thing to talk that we should talk about is Don Bluth is the mastermind behind this movie, Um, and the Secret of Nim was his studio's first movie after they all like it was a whole bunch of animators that defected from Disney following I believe the Fox and the Hound. Was the Disney movie that they were all like, enough of this I shit, been, I'm leaving? Yeah, I don't remember, yeah. but yeah. No, they wanted like to make some raw, raw stuff for kids. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> then <laughs> they made... want to make some real... Right. Real like, man. this kid's content isn't hard enough. Right. So that's the dark period of, like, Disney animation pre-Little Mermaid for all the young kids out there where, like, Disney was not what you know it is today. Uh, they were, like, kind of dying they out. They fell off. Be, like, yeah, they fell off, and... Uh, the Little Mermaid and then Lion King and um, Beauty and the Beast and all that like was the revitalization. So Don Bluth was the reason or was like a big, not the reason, but it was a big push. And The Secret of Name is fantastic fucking movie. It's incredible. I highly recommend it. This movie recycles a lot of the animation from Secret of Nim. You can't help yes. but notice. Um, yes. And some of the comedic bits and even some of the <laughs> voices. That was, that was intentional. They, right. they, it was like Don Blue's thing to do what they were considering in the 80s as retro animation. Uh-huh. Like they wanted, because that was like a thing going on with the baby boomers at that point, is they wanted something that looked more like the animation that they're used to when they were kids. Right. So, like, you can so, compare it to, that's interesting. You could compare it to like the Jungle Book and the Robin Hood movie that Disney made, which also, if you watch them closely, use a lot of the same animations. Uh, Little John in Robin Hood is. Baloo the bear with a different paint coat. Right. And he is also in Aristocats too. Right. He's, uh, uh, what's his name? Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat. Okay. Good, good pickup. So who made the Aristocats? That's a Disney movie though. That is a Disney Disney? movie. Yes. I've I've had to watch most of these. Yeah. Um, so, and like the, um, the cat, what was the cat? Tiger. Tiger the cat was basically the Sid Caesar bit from Secret of Nim with Jeremy the Crow. It's like yeah. the same exact character, the same voice, except it's somebody else imitating Sid Caesar. Which apparently it's Sid uh, Caesar... Dom DeLuise. Or that's what no, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. DeLuise. It's somebody else imitating Don DeLuise as Tiger the Cat, or because it wasn't no, Dom it DeLuise. Is right? Sid Caesar oh, it is. Was yeah. originally slated to be Henri the Pigeon before Christopher uh, Plummer got that role. Ah, but that was I mean, Christopher Plummer. I meant Dom DeLuise. Oh, yeah. I thought Tom, I thought the cat in American Tale was was somebody imitating Dom DeLuise. I didn't catch his name in the credits, so there goes my whole theory. 
That's all right. There was actually a lot of doppelgangers of Linda Louise in those movies growing up yeah, anyway. They're doing so. the hot job. I like, uh, yeah. I'm Snagglepuss. Exit stage and, they all, and they all copy the line from the, uh, you know, uh, Wizard yeah. of Oz. Wizard of Oz, right. I'll fight you. I don't have a heart. I'm scared. So, Dave, what happens in this movie? What is an American tale about? It's an allegory, guys. (laughs) That's it. Boom. No, I mean, basically, it wanted to. (laughs) A plus. Done. Drop the mic. I think what they wanted to do was obviously do something about the American immigrant surge in the late 1800s. So. Boom, Russia. Boom, Jewish mice. And there's a lot of. How did you know they were Jewish, Dave? I mean, they pretty much. Their their name is Mouskowitz. (laughs) Besides (laughs) that, what holiday were they celebrating at the beginning of the movie? Never paid attention to it. Just got it. Hanukkah. Were they celebrating Hanukkah? Hanukkah? Okay. This is why you fill in the blanks. My booms are only general. (laughs) So. Boom, Cossacks attack on Hanukkah, huh? and their cats, and there's and horses, the and they're burning the village, and they're pretty much like, we can't say cat, and, and then they're like, we're going to America tomorrow. So they get on the, they get, they go to Germany, which we just skip, and who knows how they got to Hamburg, and they get they on walk. a, yeah, they walk. That's they mice. walk. They With all their possessions on their back. This is, this is like four yeah. feet a day, because they're mice. <laughs> Uphill. <laughs> Uphill. <laughs> but yes. So they end up in Hamburg. They get on the uh, steamer and they come over to America. And on the steamer, um, I think it was a Boston steamer. Uh, yes. They <laughs> they were um, <laughs> Fievel gets curious. <laughs> and, Fievel gets curious? Well, yeah. He's curious about everything. The herring. Oh, right. Everybody else, they sing yeah, Fievel, that we all know. Let me pause is. you for a minute and talk about five, watching Fievel's antics as an adult now versus when I was young. And the last time I'd seen this movie was when I going to Pizza Hut was a big deal because you might get like toys. Um, the, um, this, oh, from The Land Before Time. That's my relation. Also Don Bluth. Anyway, Fievel is terrifying as a parent. As, like to have that's the kind of child that would scare the shit out of you he's constantly like you can't turn around for a second without him like Seriously. running into something or climbing something or you know standing under a horse that's kicking in the air whatever like this kid's just like gonna get hit by a car one day he's probably gonna run out in the middle of the street and turn around in the middle of the street and run backwards and get hit by a car or something he's just that kid that's true and Based on you true mean like events. the Dave true did? Story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is exactly That's a true happened. story about Dave. That is a true story. That's I true. weave that in there for the for the heads that listen. John Bluth read that <laughs> in the Merchantville uh, <laughs> Observer and was like, we got to make a movie about this kid. <laughs> this kid, you just can't keep him still. He's just, he's got a hat. You know. So he hops on some soap. So the Bible hops on some soap. And he gets washed out to sea, basically. But no, first, wrong, wrong washing scene. But, but first, but you missed the musical the number. Because this you is a musical. What, what is there? Do you want a detailed synopsis? No, I don't want a detailed synopsis. There's four songs in this whole movie. You can at least make a mention of the best one. Okay. Yeah, no so cats on, in America? They all no talk about how you're not supposed to say cat. And then... Basically, they're like, yeah, but in America, there are no cats. And then they're Uh, like, but guess what? Let's tell all our little stories because the only immigrants that exist in this entire movie are Jews, 
Irish, and Italians. That's it. Yep. That's Apparently. Voice in 1885. Yeah. That's it. I mean, the boat was coming from Europe. But I love that scene was so awesome. You notice how they they classify it as like Jews, Irish, and Italian, but it's not, you know, like Jews, Catholic, and Protestant. Like you got to, you always everybody's like, oh, whatever. I get that the Jewish Russian immigrant experience is, yeah, it's fine. But it's kind of, you know. This movie also Ashkenazi Jews. I was going to say, they have the coolest name, at least. I know. I just, I had to look this movie. You guys got to understand as, as a, as a Jewish man of my mid forties was like basically part of socio-educational curriculum, (laughs) like in Hebrew (laughs) school, like we had to fucking write term papers about this fucking movie. Really? Yeah, tell us so, about it, Zola. Walk us no, through something. So no, I really no, like. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm like, exaggerating. In honestly. the musical number, I really love that the, the the joke that they kind of pulled out of it, which was like everybody's telling like their horrible, horrible stories, and they're truly like I'm sure real life inspired horror stories. Except it's like cats killing entire families. It's like yeah, I was out for a walk with my yeah. sister the other day, and then a huge tabby cat just ate her up, and only her shoes were left. That's why my and then everybody's that's like, why oh, my family goes, left Sicily because of the cat problem. <laughs> and then you go like, then you're supposed to go cats. but there are no cats and then everybody's happy and the streets are paved with cheese and then and then it's like now it's your turn to tell yourself there's no cats in America put your mind at ease after that yes there's a new beginning so basically Fievel gets washed off the ship and they think they lost him so no, have, one of my favorite parts of that scene, which I did think was really cool, was the animated ocean that was mm-hmm. like made to look like a weird Poseidon demon. Oh, yeah. the, I thought that demon, was pretty the cool. demon from Fantasia, yeah. which it was clearly a direct rip off. Rip off. There was the a lot of Fantasia in this, by the way. But also how it. he gets lost is really funny when he's like, uh, I'm just going to get my hat, dad. Yeah. And he like he throws his. <laughs> and you're just you like, made oh him like God. 13, by the way, right there. I'm gonna yeah, get right. my hat, Dad. Oh wait, did you say that um Fievel is actually Fievel. the name the name of uh uh Steven Spielberg's I think it was grandfather. His yeah. Yes, yes, very true. Cool. Then he is not there gonna was a lot of a lot of titles. serious uh power put behind this movie. Like Spielberg was producing it and uh, they got James Horner to do like the, the music oh, yeah. for it. Dude, and, uh, at, at the time it was the highest grossing non-Disney animated movie ever period. Wow. Like it, it cleaned up. Like this movie was a massive. You want to say the numbers edit. now? How much That's it pretty made? pretty badass. Do, do you I have, have it? it? Cause yeah. I just, you have it in front of you. I'm, movie, I'm not going to guess. Movie was made for 9 million. What do you think it made? I know the answer. So I'm skipping. 200. Uh, 89. I'm going crazy. 200. Oh, Mike was close. All right. Mike 84 close. million. Oh, wow. Out of a I went over million. there. But in like $86 for a movie that they only yeah. made for $9 million. Plus the song, uh, The Summer yeah. Out There, the Linda Ronstadt version sh- was like a legit yeah. radio hit. It was, it was top 10 of the Billboard yeah. 100. I do like in the movie how it's the little kids' voices and like singing kind of like badly and like a little bit squeaky. It was really endearing and cute. Um, I always liked their run mm-hmm. of movies because it was, uh, it was they were always good, but it was a little less polished in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like what you're saying about the kids singing it, it had a little more 
I hate to say it, it was a little more real. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what the fucking edgy. That's the that's kind of shit I was looking wanted, for man. when I was like eight years old. I'm like, what is this fucking Disney bullshit? Give me some edgy shit. Yeah. Well, well, shit down well, it. Wait a minute. I saw, I had the pleasure of seeing The Little Mermaid with both of you, Gugino boys. And I was not happy about it when we went to that movie theater either. I was like, what the fuck? How did I? I wanted to play with my friends. And now we're going to see a Disney movie about a, a mermaid. mermaid. And walked out of that movie, a changed man. It's true. <laughs> and you guys all liked it too. So it's not like we were like, maybe pre-Little Mermaid, we were done with no, the No, we went shit, to the but, yeah. AMC in Marlton. I remember this. And I remember you and I the entire time before we went to see the movie. We were being in line and just hating it and being yeah, like, we and, and my parents being like, we're seeing it for Allie, like just who's my younger sister. She's five years younger than us. So at the time it was great for her. But then we walked away being like, I love that movie, man. Oh, yeah. She, Five seconds yeah. and under the sea. She's I was like, this is the greatest and she's little. Yeah. <laughs> Ursula's scary, man. <laughs> that little crab is funny as fuck. I kind of vaguely remember like Aladdin the same way where I was just like, oh, I don't want to see this. And then because of Robin Williams, I was like, I love this movie. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Reaction. You know what I mean? Anyway, you're getting, you're getting I, sucked back into the Disney so hole, did you, man. How you many, keep did it you guys pick, hole. Did you guys pick up all in the Bluth hole? Did you guys pick up all of the movie <laughs> references that are like filled? It's very much yes. like one of the, like a Spielberg produced, almost like Tiny Toons, like a precursor the to the reference in there. Tiny Toons vibes, yeah. Oh there was yeah, Jaws reference. There was the um, the Life of Brian, like Madeline Kahn's whole thing was oh, totally yeah. like the biggest dickest bit from Life of Brian. Oh, that's yeah, like that's right. The, the, the Mike, but that you was also you do her... the impression, Mike. Do the Madeline Kahn. <laughs> Well, she's like, oh, wow, like that. Yeah. Have a wowie. We will have a wowie. Everyone come together. But that was, but that oh, was no, also wait. her character in Blazing, Blazing Saddles. Saddles. Right, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It's cool. Uh, Lily, Lily it's Von Stuck. Yeah, Von Stupper, <laughs> yeah. I think. Lily Von Stupper. Which oh, is Con. another reference that if you watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Tina Fey took as an ode to that and named – Lily von Stipper, Stubhausen, or whatever, one of the mm-hmm. characters in that. So I also thought watching. like Tiger's song reminded me a lot of like an Olaf number from one of the Frozen movies. Like, uh, oh, like yeah. the, the style of the song, the way he sings it. I was like, man, they were all over this. Those, Thea those, has the just Frozen seen people. that for the first time. So I finally saw Frozen. For you, Frozen time, is man, yeah. solid, dude. No, love no love both of them. Pretty good. <laughs> I was, well, I was happy because she's been stuck on uh, Tangled, and I've seen Tangled like a hundred times now. Mm. Uh, Did you see Frozen not, Two yet? Not bad. No, I've seen Frozen Two. Yet. Frozen Two is like Frozen goes prog rock. It's awesome. So, the one, the movies that I like, she doesn't like. Like I saw Zootopia. We watched that together, and great I was movie. like, "That was awesome." And that was she was just movie. like, she's "Nah, not for me." She'll, she'll get it when she's a little she older. Yeah, once she gets older, the yeah. other day, uh, my almost eleven year old was like. Zootopia is about racism, right? And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Thea's not like, doesn't get that complex. Though she loved American Tale, which is weird because I think like there is a lot of complex, uh, you know, a, a complex sort of under narrative here happening. There's like a lot of metaphor and stuff but like on face value this movie is very much like the cute little mouse gets lost and then he finds his family you just nailed the success (laughs) recipe for animated movies that's it it's got it's got to be flashy and cuddly for the kids and you know he either needs to be 
secretly raunchy, secretly violent, scary, or have a mm-hmm. dark theme that that we can like this latch on to. This movie yeah. was desperately lacking I mean, in horny white people for you, Solo. Like this podcast. I mean, the word. I mean, it, that's because it was like a straight up tragedy, man. There's nothing to be horny about, mm-hmm. <laughs> except it does. This movie does play with the unholy alliance that that America created, where Italians and Irish met each other and decided that they wanted to <laughs> like make a lot of babies. And hey. we've been fucking we've been plagued, <laughs> plagued with those motherfuckers for the last 200 years because of that shit. Like, all these fuck. beautiful, gorgeous children. <laughs> and also, by the way, I mean... What happened at, after he got in the sea? Oh, we're, we're still on that? He, well, he, get, yeah. he gets to Ellis Island. They get by a whale. No, he gets to... Where does he go first? Oh, that's right. He goes to the so, Statue though, of it, Liberty in progress with Henri. Henri is it just... Pigeon. Is it just me or Henri does Dijon. not <laughs> only, only this does follow the, the formula of kids movies, but why is it that every kids movie starts with the most traumatic thing ever? <laughs> like like really got, it's I didn't realize like, this until I, I've started watching movies, you know, with my two, almost three year old. Uh, every movie is just like, oh, crap, her parents are dead or oh, my God, what's happening? Like, oh my god, they're like kidnapping this kid. Oh my god, this kid fell off a boat. Yeah, we into watched the ocean. we just watched Labyrinth oh, in my household. And I was like, Well, yeah, this one's about like that man's I was really sad on my five-year-old nightmares. House. Like tangled. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, this woman just kidnapped a baby. <laughs> yes. Start this movie. But that's but that's like the extension of fairy tales and Tarzan, those, really. You know, like, Tarzan's brutal. Yeah. With well, like no, the, that the is Jaguar also... comes in and like attacks the family and massacres everybody. That yeah. shit's really it was just brutal. a segment on uh on the media where they were they were playing a recording of Kurt Vonnegut talking about storytelling. And one of the things that he said was you start with man in the hole. How does he get out of the hole? And everybody yeah. loves that story. And that's kind of like, especially when it comes to the simplicity. Man in the Not boat? Even... Man in the hole. <laughs> Not your hole. description of sex Make to me when we were pop. younger. <laughs> I just told that story recently to somebody. You did? Yeah. I forget. We were talking about our first like sex advice. And I was like, <laughs> I, don't re- like I don't really remember mine. I just got it from random older kids. But I remember telling you. You were like, what do you do? And I'm like, you find the man in the boat. And you're like, what do you mean? And I'm just like, you'll know. You'll know. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I I remember. I wish you had been like, I wish I had said like, what do you do with it? And you're like, you move the man around. Yeah, just find him. You just have to find him first. And then you'll figure the rest out. So but, this I, one, this, but you this, did come back to me and tell me that was like the greatest advice you've ever is, heard. This is a podcast Absolutely. about a kids movie. Yeah. Well, our kids find really the mouse podcast. I think we have an explicit yeah. sign on our thing. We'll change it to find the mouse in you know old New York. New York. Once again, no children should ever listen to this podcast. No, Just ever. Yeah. Yeah. Please, people and, should not listen to this podcast. Only a small number of adults should also. <laughs> the only yes. person who listens to this is Maggie. So we're nailing that. So wait, um, he gets to New York, Fine. right, in a bottle, and yeah. the pigeon finds him. A French pigeon, and he's a like, oh, "Oh, my statue, oh yes." And oh, statue Liberty did statue. look really dope. Yeah, it did. bronze back then. Yeah, Shiny. before it completely oxidized. Yeah. French in their senses. They human. made it so it was like right. eight times bigger than the entire island of Manhattan for that one shot at the end. It was just like yeah. it's the Colossus come to life. It was awesome. She wins. For anyone she gives listening, a sexy wing. Statue of Liberty is not that big. It's, 
It's, come on, it's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, it's big. Yeah. I mean, the sun sets at like yeah. at like 10 a.m. in New York City because the statue's so big. Like the yeah. sun gets you can up walk there, and it's already like the cool. Colossus all the way up yeah. there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most things I can walk inside are big. I would say. But Henri's like, you know, <laughs> never give up. Can anyone sing his song? I don't think I don't know. He's like chan 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 chan. The songs Jumping were like – they were good. I thought song. the songs were good. They weren't like, I'm going to go listen to this album. Your mother does never Oh, that's right. It was that one. Never. No, Never Say Never. Oh, yeah. yeah that was, that was song. it. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher, so, Christopher Plummer doing the accent, pulling it off. Yeah. He's, he's a professional. And then he gets his fucking his French, his French floozy friend to fly him into New York. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. and he's like, I shall fly yeah. you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And so he lands in New York. She was all <laughs> yes. sorts of hot. <laughs> when you are my age, you get tired from love. Did you making. guys notice though that so Fivel's family <laughs> the boobs. Gets, oh, what? So Fivel's family gets processed through Mouse Ellis Island. But mm-hmm. Fivel gets illegally smuggled into New York on the back right. of the pigeon. Which is why I do not support this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, Fivel's illegal, baby. Yeah. You know if you want to come here and sing your cute little songs, do it the right way. Do it the right, right way. way. Yeah. Stop it, Ellis Island. I'm not first. saying I'm anti-mouse. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm anti-mouse. Yeah. I, only, freaking I, just, pigeon I only kill them when they come around my territory. <laughs> Pigeon coyotes. <laughs> Your pigeon coyotes smuggling you in New York. People are going to be looking, looking for a coyote with wings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, you know, cat points of view are not very popular these days. You get canceled for it. So. They do. Really yeah, tough. remember the days it's, where you could just be a cat and like it wasn't a problem. I mean, yeah, like, it wasn't you a problem. Just, you could just meow how you wanted to. You could piss, you could piss anywhere you wanted and nobody cared. I know. I'm piss. just marking my territory. Come on, guys. Yeah. That's what happened shit. to my feline of speech? I know, right? <laughs> why don't come was, and, I don't come, and come and Mike, shit in your litter box? Why don't we, Why don't we take a break and we'll play Thea's review of the movie and <laughs> her musical? Her musical oh my gosh, she loved shit. it. Which we'll play, she and then um, I will end the pod. I forgot to get my girls to interview about it, but uh, the five year old loved it, so she might she might give a review. Maybe I'll have her sing it, and she can we can mix it up with Thea's. Make a jam out of it. Well, yeah. now we've proven the theory. It's definitely for younger kids. But you know my, the thing. My daughter like, refused to watch it because she said it was baby. Uh, so, it's a baby movie? It's Just a baby it. movie. She said it was a baby movie and she laughed at me. She like literally pointed her finger and laughed at me while I was watching <laughs> and left the room. I was like her so, age when I saw it. Did she leave I, the room to go play Cuphead? In the like, my, my daughter bombs. became cooler than me two years ago. Let's put it that way. So <laughs> She's like, just, Daddy, this shit isn't hard and no. <laughs> Yo, I need some real raw shit. She's like, this movie thinks it's real. It, this movie ain't real. Yeah. She's like, Frozen, that shit is real. <laughs> She's doom. like, that shit is about family, about blood. Thea, what was your favorite song? From American Tale. And how does that song go? Mm-hmm. 
That's right. And who is your favorite character? And why did you like Tiger the Cat? Because because of the song. Of the song? Was he funny? Yeah. Yeah. Who else did you like? Did you like Fievel? Yeah. That was cool, of course. Your favorite character. My favorite character. I like the, the rat. He's broken noodles. And what was he? For the part of Flynn, Flynn Rider. It was it was for the part of a uh, guy who gets Rider. eaten by vampire. That reference. Yeah, that's a tangled reference. I've seen the movie Tangled more than I've seen any other movie I've ever seen in my life. At this point, there's a Mandy Moore movie called How How to Deal that I've never Mm -hmm. seen, but I've been using as a joke for years. I might have even explained this on the podcast before. But anytime somebody complains to me, I just I'll I'll just like either out loud or in my head be like, How to Deal, starring Mandy Moore. And that's like (laughs) (laughs) my little in joke to myself. And I've never seen it, but apparently (laughs) it's about Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore falls in love with like a Star Wars nerd. So now I feel like maybe we should watch this movie on the pod. Oh, oh yeah. God. Emily, have you seen How to Deal starring <laughs> no. Mandy Moore? No, I haven't. Right. Do you yeah. want to? <laughs> yes, I would love to see it. I've never seen okay. it. Yeah. No. Right, Why please. would you say just, that? I want to say that. That was the right response. That was the right response. Are we going to watch the notebook? Response. Do we have to do like a wives no. movie again? I don't want to. I'll watch anything. I don't care. I've oh, seen yeah. the notebook. I don't want to see it again. I care a little bit. Yeah, every... <laughs> I'll watch whatever hentai, whatever shit that you guys are into. <laughs> I don't care. It just went right to hentai. Huh? Yeah, I mean, that I stops. All, isn't that rule 37 or whatever? Sure. All things lead to hentai? Is that like a thing? <laughs> I feel like that's a rule somewhere. Somebody a fight club? <laughs> that's the other that's the other fight club rule. A fight club. That's, that's the third rule, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't talk about fight club. Also, all don't talk about Fight Club. Hentai. Also, don't tell anybody about the hentai we all watch. <laughs> <laughs> and rule number four, don't touch my peanut butter. Is that a meat, meatloaf at that rule? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I had a joke, Dave, and you just like, steamrolled it. You just really Damn, like, Dave, do you do you that have was cruel? Hold on. Whip it out. Finish the synopsis, or are we just gonna go right no, to alternative? Fuck the titles? synopsis. Dave, we, Dave got way more synopsis, synopsis time. Yeah. You, this is way more synopsis time than you ever get. So what? He gets to the city. He's trying to find his parents. They so keep what? missing each other. So what? He's a mouse. Yeah. So what? And so, <laughs> what do you want? From? Wait, I have he a question. A sweatshop. Gonna... He goes from a from a whorehouse to a sweatshop mm-hmm. to the trolley. Whorehouse. And then, yeah. Where's the whorehouse? Where he falls <laughs> in the record player. Uh, no, the, the, that's that wasn't later. a that's after That's after the sweatshirt. <laughs> that was a, those were rich ladies. What they other had a record place player. throws they were a bodice rich. at somebody other than whores of the, of the 1800s? They threw a full corset at them. I feel like you're just making grand assumptions about how ladies acted in the, in the late 19th century. Those were century high days. society women. He went in yeah. there and they're all like, woo, and then you heard a guy like, uh, and then, you, you know. Some, whore, some some harlot on the corner can afford a, a bodice, a fancy lace. So wait, you think there was bodice? four? He brought it because bodice. she was with a bunch of Johns. Like I know the lingo of the time. Wow. So you think oh. that those were whore mice? Or mice? No, no, no. Those, mice. Those were... They were human whores 
and he no. fell in there, and that's a whole other story. That was the real Wait, were they human? Oh, they were human. Yes. Right about so, that. by yes. the way, this was back to fun facts. This was a whole strategy discussion we among the production team facts. for this movie about mm. to whether to make it a total animal world like Robin Hood, mm. the mm-hmm. the animal Robin Hood, or to make Ooh-land. it a Ooh-land. human interacting with animal world. Where the four mice stand beside with, the four humans. No, there were, there right. were no where the Mouskowitz, were, the Mouskowitzes, and the, and the yeah. That was Moskowitz's. All very strategically <laughs> intentional. I like that choice because they got to do some fun visual things where like they really like remind you of the scale of the world beyond this uh-huh. little mouse story that we're seeing. I think the movie really was effective with that. And I, I, I like that technique in children's movies a lot because it helps children know that the story is for them. You know, like this is a view of small people. You're a small people. This is what it looks like. You know what this feels like. I like that. I like and that not- choice. Not many movies tackle the question, what if animals were racist too? <laughs> I feel like a lot of movies try to tackle that I question. I thought it actually. also tackled the question of what if mice unionized? I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Topical. That's what I was seeing. Very topical. Topical nowadays. Good job, Starbucks people. Keep going. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not Starbucks, the company, the workers. Kanye Nast uh, voted on their union and the employees voted their union in and the management is not uh, recognizing them yet. So good job. So if you listen to this podcast, go sign that petition so Kanye Nast can have a union. We're very topical on Does It Suck Now. They'll change their name to Kanye Nasty if you ask them. (laughs) Kanye Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so then Fievel, he also met some rats along the way. Of course. A rat who's a but who's not a rat. Rats? It's a yeah. lie. It's a synopsis. I'll get to it. It's <laughs> You won't though. You won't get to it. We have to get I, you there. Because of you. <laughs> because of the three of you, Dingleberry Schnapps. Fine, Dave. <laughs> you do this podcast by yourself and we'll see when the ratings plummet and we don't get paid next time. <laughs> It'll be because of you. But hey, Tesla Zero percent yeah. of nothing. <laughs> But yeah, so basically the rest of it is then he he meets the highfalutin people. He gives them an idea to take down the cats. I'm skipping a bunch. I know. Knowledge. And eventually they're like, we'll do the big reveal and we're, we're, we're release our secret weapon on the cats and we'll get rid of them. And lo and <laughs> behold, they do. Weapon. And then they add an extra Spielbergy scene where he's like, after a fire, Spival saved everybody. And then he's with a bunch of like dead end kids who are like, oh, oh gee, stuff. oh geez. There's <laughs> cotton <laughs> everywhere, by the way, just like flammable cotton hanging and out kerosene. of every nook and cranny. That, that was the cotton kerosene at the docks. The docks are just waiting. They're just asking for this fire situation. That's and what New York was like in the 19th yeah. century. Where you just like <laughs> throw a match at it, the whole city would just, just burn for days. Those kerosene cans next to that cotton. Yeah, and and that's the worst that could happen. He discovers his whole family died in the movie ends. The end. <laughs> Wait, one, it, which is one way this movie could have ended, but is not what actually. Yeah, happened. but they were afraid. They were cowards. Sister. I really like the character of the like local political leader who, oh, was, honest ha- John. who was drunk all the time. By and, the way, that yeah, was yeah. an honest John. This was, he was like great. slightly post Tammany Hall, sort of like he was one of the last Tammany Hall guys. Honest yeah. John, apparently. Well, so he has a great line. Wait, hold on. He has a great line when um. Five or not five when the Italian boy and the Irish girl or whatever are like, 
we're looking for this mouse or there's something they tell honest john like he's looking for his parents and he do you know him and he goes are they registered to vote i thought that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of vaudeville jokes it was in yeah. that sort of time period still i think in the late 80s that yeah you had those and you had a lot of people who came up in that through still the 70s into the the mid 80s before i don't know what what really changed eventually but this movie is good you know. baby boomer in my opinion this is like it's very baby boomer it's very of like the things that that generation has classically like concerned itself with yes. the histories it likes to keep and relate um but in a good way i thought this was really excellent this was a good uh, example of that in, in a positive way true and they didn't really get into black mice, but I guess it's '86. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that, that's a whole. Yeah, not, oh, I meant 1986. <laughs> yeah, oh. Oh. they're like we're yeah, not. Gonna I mean, they can only tackle so many on you know like historically uncomfortable topics at once in a children's movie. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's true. But it, it, even this children's movie was panned by Siskel Niebert for being too dark, and a lot of people. So. I didn't like right. this movie when I was a kid. I, I didn't. I was not a fan of it. I actually. I don't even think I ever saw Five Goes West. Uh, um, but I did. I loved Secret of Nam and Land Before Time, made by the same company. Yeah. I love those. Movies. All dogs go to heaven. Too was Which is about a dog dying. I mean, yeah. what, what is I this? Think this is this that's is, a great movie. It is a great is movie. When, it chokes you up though. This is when me being, I think, just a year apart from J Bone and. Two and a half from Mike, and you know, is it just two for me and Solo? I'm not even sure. I think that yeah. those little things made a difference because I liked all those movies. I liked Fible Goes West. I liked all of it, but I don't know if there's just a difference of like being five instead of six, or you know what I mean? Like, it's a big difference, man. That's a difference yeah. between watching this movie with your your dad and loving it, or you know, laughing at him and saying he's a baby for liking it. Well, Thea, Thea, uh, no my daughter, child and telling you nobody liked you in high school. And you're like, how, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you weren't there in high school. Yeah, how did you know I was that? like, shut up, nerd. I'm going <laughs> to my you go get your yearbook and you're like, look, <laughs> I was Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> he was. True story. Uh, no, Harvey's the invisible Harvey's rabbit. Harvey's the rabbit. Man, I was yeah. Not, yeah, well, fine. like saying Frankenstein instead of Frankenstein's monster. I Great think, book. I think this is a really young kids movie though because they don't really make animated movies like this anymore. This simple. I like Have you that. Was, that? Wow. Yeah, and I like that it was like it was a fish out of water story, but it wasn't making fun of the characters for being the fish yeah. out of water. It was just kind of like using that as an opening to like the alienness of this world and how Fievel just embraces everything. Fievel is like yeah. that kid that like he's just got so much like. Do you think Fievel should have had heart. an accent? Nah, if they were from Russia, because no. the father does. No, dad's accent is enough yeah. for everybody. Yeah, he's like and, he's and got the whole family covered. The, <laughs> the mother Tevia is like accent. very limited accent. Yeah, uh, but that's you know that symbolizes that that works in the favor of like the way the character is drawn, like what I was just talking about, like. You know, he sounds um, American already. Yeah. It's like uh, the the Italian kid was like, what was he like, Tony or whatever? And um, they all like Jiminy Boobity Bops. Yeah, he's like, yeah. you got you, you, that'll never work around here, kid. We gotta get you a new name. We gotta like, call oh, you Philly. Yeah, yeah. Philly yeah. now. All right, Tommy this is America. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I, um, Jimmy rubbing his bone. <laughs> that made me laugh. 
So, <laughs> next. Uh, that's all that matters. Dave, is that a segue? Is that a segue? Always a segue. Do you have any alternative titles? Do you have any alternative titles for this? Yes. Are we already there? Yeah, you're you, you keep trying to tell us Dude, the plot. This, but this movie's it's a five. You gotta do like a 20 Oh, I finished the plot. The plot's over. It's just the same as Saving Private Ryan. Wait, did you talk about the Great Mouse of Minx? Is that did you? Oh, no, I didn't. That was their special weapon. That was the that sequel was awesome. weapon. <laughs> <The> sequel weapon. <laughs> that scene was awesome. I loved that whole dude. Thing there with was the one. There was the... one quick cut scene of the face of the Great Mouse of Minx where it was like straight nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. like if you were, yeah. unsp- you know, like if you were like, you know, impressionable little Jewish boy of you know six <laughs> or seven years old, yeah, you might have had nightmares possibly for months after <laughs> seeing that face, and then. <laughs> If you had to rewatch the movie at 42, may have been reminded of that. (laughs) (laughs) The cats always scared me, man. They were scary. But so that's, that's an interesting thing. Cause you were talking about somebody brought up like Ebert and Siskel saying like this movie was too adult and, um, or too scary. And it's like, I, I, I learned something like an angle of this thought process that I never thought of before a couple, you know, early, I guess earlier this year when I showed my 10 year old, I, I wanted to show her, um, uh, the Will Smith alien movie, uh, Men in Black. Um, I want to show Men in Black. I thought that would be like a, a nice like step into like some fun Will Smith stuff, like Independence Day and everything. And I was like, oh yeah, Men in Black. It's like silly and funny, and forgetting that like the visual and musical and like the sound language of Men in Black is a is a horror movie. It's like a fifties and sixties yeah. horror movie. And I think Don Bluth, a lot of his film language is like. 1920s horror movies and like when you when you see it in a different context like or this, like spielberg movie and spielberg yeah spielberg mm. with the same thing a lot of like 1940s like lon cheney stuff or like you know dracula mm-hmm. and all that um they love that stuff and it, it's in there and you see like when that stuff was fresh we see it now as like oh it's cheesy old horror when it was fresh it was terrifying and when it's recontextualized in a children's cartoon or in what is sold as like a slapstick alien adventure comedy um, and you see it through a kid's eyes again, kind of adding another layer to it. I, I really, it really stuck out how the, those styles worked in the first place. Do you know what I mean? It was like kind of like seeing it fresh again to be like, oh, like it'd be like going back and listening to Chuck Berry and being like, holy shit, like now I, I hear, I can hear it fresh on, instead of through like 50 years of having it been filtered through a million other things. You know what I mean? It was really cool to see that. Very well, it's like watching point. Get Back, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like where you're, you're but you know, get back to a horror movie. You don't go into men in black thinking it's going to be a horror movie. You don't go into American tale thinking you're getting I horror. The Beatles movie, get back, but you can call oh, it a oh. horror movie. I, think, I was thinking of get out. I was thinking of get, get out. out. And I was yeah. like, what are you talking about Dave? That's a clear really? horror movie. He was John Lennon like, did to Paul. Right. <laughs> you know, what's, what's funny is like, I think, I think while a movie like American Tale might be scary to like young kids, a movie like Get Out would just go completely over their heads and they oh, would not yeah. be scared. Right. Well, yeah, that's different. Well, I mean, you I know, can tell like, you it's all ending. I mean, the Russian cats yeah. was oh, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the mouse was terrifying when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the cat den. Those... The cat den is so yeah. sleazy and yeah. creepy. It's like peeking into adult stuff when you're a kid. And you're like, yeah. Like or the also, Oracle, also like the Oracle mouse or Oracle rat in Secret of Nim. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, but there's also yeah. but this movie also immediately puts the kid in the uncomfortable position if they're old enough of having that ultimate fear of being separated from your family. Mm-hmm. And like that yeah. is like if you're like a six or seven year old or eight year old, you're just like, isn't that like the greatest fear? And yeah. then on top of that, they throw on, you know, I like think they, they just whip you back and forth between like, oh, it's cool. Here's the friendly Italian kid. 
to like here are the freaking mean uh orphans that are going to steal your bed and kick you out in the rain <laughs> like i got like, like not in the throat at that scene you know having watching it again at this point you're just like well, oh, that's jiminy boobity bops is um he's basically dodger from oliver yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of that sort of reference to it. The Except you know. he doesn't take him to Fagin or like the, the orphan kids. I thought it was a lot of reference definitely to like dead end kids in those 1930s movies for yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. This whole movie is a reference. The entire thing, everything yeah. is a reference to something else. But I think because of the subject matter and the time period, it really works in a way that um, that almost like would be really hard to replicate with other time periods to, to do it like this. It might come off as too like meta or like too clever or even worse like not creative at all you're just stealing from other things but because like this is also personal obviously the story is personal to these people again it gives it like a freshness that it gets away with like even though everything's kind of copying something else i think i think the way they do it now in some ways i mean i watch a lot of anime not necessarily hentai even though it's there sometimes searching around the internet but you know Dave are Um, are you like are are you catering to the hentai crowd like you're trying to get their votes or something what's going on we're only popular in Japan guys we're going to be sponsored I I got it all right, so guys, oh, we should get the total, total shift. The, Our podcast is about hentai yeah. now. We got sponsored. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll be the second podcast slippery that's about eels anime. Twelve guys, how about? But yeah, I network? think though those sorts of things are the steampunk and references that you're you're not necessarily telling history through it. But I was curious when you said like I don't see this much today, and I just think what happened is a lot of the movie market we all know has just changed so much. That I don't know if there's any room for trying something that would be like this now, where they have to try to encompass so many different audiences to see if it will actually make any money. Well, you the know? way Netflix buys cartoons, well, I bet you there is know. actually room for this. Fifty percent just... of their viewership is for anime, by the way. Whoa. Which I don't watch. I did watch Castlevania. I don't well, know if that counts. I don't know. Awesome. Like, I think having having had to watch, watch a lot Pacific of Pacific Rim, you'll like it. Yeah, having had to watch a lot of children's stuff with a child now, uh, I would say uh, a lot the animated movies, I don't know, Pixar and stuff like that have gotten like really complex yeah. and nuanced and Wally and like, Zootopia are both very complicated movies. Yeah, like oh, very yeah. complex movies. I watched Encanto and new stuff too. Uh, I watched Encanto with Thea and we both didn't really understand what was happening. <laughs> it was really, really long. And content's yeah. great. I I was a big fan. Uh, it of was good. I think it was a little over her, a little too old for her. But yes. she, uh, yeah. um, I was kind of like sort of paying attention. And then when I did, I was just like, I don't know any of these people. I was going. I know on. all of the music from Encanto, <laughs> but did not see the movie. And every time we listen yeah. to the soundtrack, I would try and get my kids to explain to me. Like, I know who all the characters are from the songs. I know their yeah. general like dilemmas and issues they got to solve. But I'm always like, okay, so what is what's actually happening in between these two songs? And I don't, and it makes no gotta, sense when they explain it to me. None of it makes oh, any yeah. sense. But the the movie is so good because there's so many. It's like like to Mike's point, it's so fast. If you're not paying attention, like a child oh, yeah. enraptured with it, you're missing stuff. And then there's a lot of like, I don't know if this is by design or happy accident, like just subtle visual clues in the way characters like even look at right. each other. And then like, I think it's by design. I'm sure. Yeah. sure but there's also, that's I way think... too deep for where I'm at right now with kids stuff. <laughs> except for, except for Coco. 
we watched yes. Coco together, and I it feel like it's very Coco, similar to Coco. I it is similar to Coco. Coco's got why... one plot thread, though. It doesn't really like it doesn't have as much to juggle, right? Encanto's got yeah. a million characters. Well, I feel like I will like Encanto when I like sit down and pay attention. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like hard. More. To, but yeah. like Coco, I don't know. I, I think I related to Coco more because the guy was uh, playing like flamenco and like Mexican well, there's already uh, mariachi people, guitar, yeah, which I was already well, on board for. So, the so. And is people don't know this, bit. but Mike has a Mexican doppelganger who <laughs> can play flamenco guitar and is literally Mike, but from Mexico. Shout yeah, the same as Fede Schmuckler. I was going to say, is this Freddy? I only hung out with Fede once Yeah, Fede Schmuckler, the Mexican Jew. <laughs> the, the guy was amazing. He Shout made out yeah, the best breakfast omelette with link, hot dogs yeah. I've ever tasted in my yeah. life. The guy's an amazing <laughs> cook. Fede is an incredible person. They're going to write a sequel. They're in the middle of writing a sequel to that movie, and it's called Incontinent, and it's for our generation. <laughs> ah, ah, <laughs> Give us the titles. That's it. It's title time. Fine. You, right, uh, that's that's good you burned it. You burned it. <laughs> <laughs> you burned Kick it. down the door. All right. <laughs> Alternative titles. Bow, bow, bow. Do my own theme music now. Dun, dun, dun. All right. An American Fail. <laughs> an American mouse no. jail. An you came out with American fail as your lead. American is, that, is this fail. like is your strategy to Those suck in it order first? of my brain, asshole? Did you alphabetize the the rhyming words? With <laughs> alphabetize, so I'm gonna beat your ass. Uh, he yeah. writes these in chronological chronological order. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> you. Sorry, I messed up your flow. Yeah. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, go go ahead. ahead. Continue. <laughs> American, fail. American fail. Take it. All right. Uh, mice on the run. Don't say cat, but they are pussies. Um, Fiable gonna die. All American <laughs> girls. Fiable oh. <laughs> uh, goes overboard, loses his memory, works as a slave for a carpenter. Oops, <laughs> wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, looking for American tail. Ah. There you go. Uh, hey, back, on track <laughs> back, back on track now. Works for a carpenter. Back on the crab. You're on the crab. <laughs> Fievel hits the bottle. Um, yeah, he does. does though. <laughs> Fuck that French pigeon. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, I, well, I don't know if that counts as hentai, but I'm in. Yeah. Let's do that. Fucking rats. <laughs> Fucking uh, rats. How many Jewish mice does it take to make a movie? Um, <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Can you say that? <laughs> I think yeah, so. I so. do. Permission granted. <laughs> uh, Fievel goes to a whorehouse. Uh, mice wowies are the best. Um, <laughs> True. Something I said to myself the whole movie. Fievel, just look the fuck over there. Um, there's your family. Thank you. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I thought of you, Josh, because I was like, "Oh, that's the hero's journey, or the whatever hero's. that is." Yeah. <laughs> remember, like, there's a great uh, in la- speaking of labyrinth. There's a remember the little like worm that's like, "Oh, if you just gone that way, you would have run right to the castle." Ha ha ha. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, you little fucker! I hate you. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's what this like uh, in the beginning, anyway. When they're like yeah. walking right by him, they're like, "Where's Fievel?" He's like, "Where's my daddy?" Bible joins a union. Five uh, <laughs> like a video game when you like kill a guard and the other guy stands there next to him and he's like, "Did you hear something, man?" Yeah, anyway, <laughs> all right. Five bites some pussy. Five befriends a pussy. 
Fievel releases his secret weapon. Fievel gets <laughs> fired. Weapon. And that's the uh, end. I didn't have many. It was hard on that's this. Right. It's only an eighty-minute movie. It's hard. Yeah, to it's hard to go full out on this movie. Yeah. I know. I know. That's why I'm, I'm ready for the next three movies they made. By the way. <laughs> Which is Five Land Before Time West. One, Land Before Time Two, and Land Before Time Three. Land no, Five Before West, Time. and then there's two more direct video features, right, Dave? Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's on a skateboard in one of them, and I'm like, okay. Here's a Five uh, Skates a by Radical Bro. Five lives forever. <laughs> so, do you guys remember going to the arcade in the '80s? Hell yeah! Of yeah. Do I remember? Especially if they had a go kart track connected to it, that was ball. Oh hell yeah! Do you guys remember oh. a little video game called Dragon's Lair? Oh, yes, yeah. Dragon's Lair. Fuck that, that was the Don Bluth directed video game. Uh, that was a failure. Fucking was it hard. It was you can get it on like uh, you can get it on GOG or something right now. GOG.com. Go, go because games. you had to like wait until it happened, and then it was like go left now. Oh no, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. GOG. And then you'd always you'd always like melt and be a skeleton. Yeah, yeah. it actually was yeah. kind of horrifying too. Now that I remember it, it and it cost difficult. It cost fifty cents, which was yeah. like huge. It was hard. <laughs> and then yeah. it was also a dollar. Like when they started doing that one game. Where it was like they had that it was like a white casing and then it had a globe in the middle and it had like live action and it was kind of based off of Dragon Slayer. Oh, it was a hologram. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a hologram, right? And yeah. it was like oh. yeah, QB. Is it something with a cube in it or something? And the game was so fucking hard. It was so hard. Dude, it was I, a dollar. The the Star Wars just give me game a rampage. You get inside and the oh god. And, Oh yeah, and you fly the X-wing. You fly, yeah, that fly was a the X-wing. That's Star Wars. Like, put this also in context for anybody else listening. Like five dollars and change was a lot to spend at the. That was an afternoon. Absolutely, all day. Yeah. yeah, unless you sucked like me, and then you do five bucks real quick. <laughs> the, or if you played Afterburner or I something. Love well, yeah. I played a lot of Afterburner. I fucking loved Afterburner. Afterburner <laughs> or any of the racing games it would run out real quick. You, had Golden Golden Axe, you could get a lot for your quarter. And, Golden Axe, and, you could get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. yeah. You could just you could just chop away through that game. Love that game. Well, and the way it worked, too, to you Golden had to Axe. have a buddy, and you had to have Sponsors. $5 in coins each, and then and you, you just kick the shit off. out of those gnomes at the campfire, and you get your health Fucking in your life. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then somebody would accidentally hit their special and un- unleash, like, fire, hellfire death on the gnomes. It's like, sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Sorry. You're like, stop kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Um, okay, anyway, five Dave, went last. Uh, um, Josh Solo. Yeah, you're Jewish. I am. <laughs> does American does an American guilty as charged, dude? <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Josh, I have to know. Did your ancestors talk about how surprised they were that there was cats here? Soloist. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually soloist. Soloist. <laughs> are you frozen, or are you just like thinking? Deeply. Oh, he's frozen. He's oh, definitely he's probably frozen. talking. I bet you he's saying he's, something. He thinks he's, he's letting go. <laughs> letting go. He's probably like my my bubby and poppy. Yeah. There you go. There, there you go. Sorry, my, I'm back. I'm back. Hey. My internet. So as as Solo, you're Jewish. Does the American yeah. tail suck now? Uh, no. Um, it's 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 fun to watch it again. It, I this like felt 
to be a much older movie than a lot of the other old movies that we watched. Um, but I, you know, I understand that, you know, for me personally, it holds a much more significant place. Like our whole nostalgia rule has to go out the window for me with this movie. It's just like, this was forced on me by my parents and they said it was really important because of, you know, the Jewish story and the immigrants. And so like this, would you defend this movie's honor against your daughter's snark, snark and sarcasm? I'm not going to go to the, I'm not going to die on that hill yet. Cause she's six, you know, so <laughs> she, she's would gonna, you slap your child in the face for her wrong? Opinion <laughs> but I, at some point I, I want her to understand why it's important to me, at least just, you know, like there's way there's on ramps to being proud of your Jewish culture. And this is like the biggest on ramp that you could have given a kid as like a young Ashkenazi Jew in the eighties. That like your parents want you to understand how like, you know, the story's special and this is, this is how you get them there. That's how you did it. It's a very important social placeholder for, you know, Jewish middle-aged men that grew up like I did. So, and, and women, you know, I'm not saying it's a, uh, you know, that's all. Congrats. Congrats. No, I'm serious. Like, it's weird that there's an animated movie that like has fostered, I, I don't know. Or it has like inserted itself in so much of a sociological important role, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. it's also you know, and maybe this is a. It would be like if we if they made a mouse version of The Godfather, like that probably <laughs> would have been a movie we were forced to watch a lot growing up. <laughs> They're like, you watch this. You need so, to yeah. so throw them, you throw need them the to ball. Know, yeah. Mike clearly needs to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gagina Wicks, you're an honorary. I give you the honorary as yes. I toss you the ball. Does it suck well, there's now? This, uh, I don't know if there's this really great guy, uh, a funny comedian on TikTok who does a bit called uh, Jewish or anti-Semitic, but then he'll just name <laughs> random things. And one of the things was, was like Italians. He's like, they're Jewish. They're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. But... Uh, <laughs> Wait, am I going? Yeah, you're, you're going. going. You're going. Right, does, right. does, does, it, does it suck now, American uh, Tale? I'll, you know, I'm going to say no, it doesn't suck now. And um, even <laughs> though I had trouble staying awake through the five times that I had to watch it this week, I got to say It's not a five-timer in a week. It's not that good. No. <laughs> I, I got to say that um, watching it with my almost three-year-old was amazing. She really got into it and was like very – I. I you heard earlier, was it earlier? Yes. You're going to play this? You yeah. heard earlier, uh, my kid talking about this movie, she remembers the songs. She doesn't do this for most things. So this is why it's like a big deal that she mm-hmm. like remembers the song. Yeah, she has cool. a favorite character. She remembers like various plot points and things that happen. So like it obviously affected her in like a, a real way, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know, which I think yeah. is pretty cool. That's and cool. like a testament to that this movie holds up for young kids. Yeah. And and I will say too, as a parent, and you, you guys probably deal with this too, um, you're always looking for age appropriate stuff. Like I'm literally, we were watching SpongeBob this week, and Love I'm literally, SpongeBob. I'm like literally <laughs> looking up on Google, like is SpongeBob age appropriate? And it says like age is six and up, and I'm like, eh, whatever. It's like, kind of it. close enough. Uh, I my, learned my, though from <laughs> being stuck at my in-laws where they have like satellite TV and we watch SpongeBob for way too long with the kids. Yeah, was that the episodes that are not done by the original creator are not very good. 
Like if his oh, yeah. name is the executive producer and not anything else, just don't even watch that episode. It's it's not going to be it's good. Trash. Gotta, like go yeah. do that. We're research. ripping through uh, season one right now, and the, she the, the loves stuff it. that he did is hilarious, and it has like a great energy to it. And then they it just because yeah. it was it's like but, Bad Simpsons. Like quick, I know all these aside. notes you're hitting, but they're not good anymore. Quick aside on yeah. the age appropriate thing: your daughter is young enough, and I I mean like not that. <laughs> my brain immediately filtered this before I said it, but I was going to say like, it doesn't really matter. Age probably doesn't really matter. Like my, my five-year-old was yeah. watching Bob's burgers and we were all loving it together. Like when, when it, like you described earlier, whenever it hits that entertaining and flashy enough and cuddly enough for the young kid. And they have no idea about the humor that, you know, mommy and daddy are laughing at. That's mwah, yeah. that's perfect. That's yeah. what like, you want. I, I could get why our parents uh, would have been psyched to watch this movie with us. Would have yeah. been like, yeah, that you know, American Tales is pretty good, you know, because yeah. it has like a lot of adult themes that like we obviously we like we kind of get like now now she knows Thea knows what the Statue of Liberty is, and now I can tell her like that's Ellis Island, and she remember like remembers what it is because it's like oh Fivel, that's where Fivel was, you right? Know? Like how <laughs> it he gives got reality here. context. That's good. Yeah. So she like starts to get a, a sense of like that. She lives in like New York city and in Brooklyn and like people would sail here from far away, you know, just like, even if it's just like that little bit, it's like, yeah. Um, kind of gives you more of an impression of like where you live, which and I now think they is, fly here on pigeons. Yeah. And how <laughs> <laughs> just like our ancestors did. <laughs> all these, right, like, got all these well, pigeons. What was the Italian guy's name? The Italian mouse's name? Tony. Yeah, no, 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 no. There was like the guy on the boat. He was like, "Oh, my mama, the oh. cat here, here come." Oh, and then the Irish guy. It was uh, like the Irish guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now the Irish came over too. I don't know if they had names. They were just verses on that side the too. Yeah. yeah. The Irish floated over. We floated over on potatoes, you know. Right. Oh, yeah, Mike, Mike, I can throw, say. Throw it to somebody. <laughs> I'm going to throw it to, uh, uh, how about J-Bone? Why don't hmm. you go next? Does it suck now? Oh. <laughs> That's the question. Yeah, it's the name of the show. No, it does not suck. In fact, I loved American Tale and American Tale. I thought it was great. I loved, uh, you guys covered a lot, but I just thought for things that are on like the J-Bone checklist of things I like in movies, it was like patient with its story. It had a it had a sense of wonder. Uh, it had good details, and it was funny and and sad, and had some like pathos to it, and felt really real and genuine in its own way. And it was a good way to tell that story. It like you know, mm-hmm. it was it was real. It was raw. It was the raw shit. It was raw sauce. And uh, as <laughs> it was dope as, as fuck. If you know, I don't you know, know what you do on your sauce. Weekend. Yeah, no raw ketchup. Sauce, big raw mess. sauce. This is probably the rawest cartoon out there. Yeah. Like the next rawest is hentai. I was like, shit. Um. (laughs) So raw. Dave, does an American tale, Bible comes to America, suck now? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. No, it doesn't suck now. No, oh, man. I was like, uh, uh, no. you got it me. You, you got oh, me. Shit. You got me. Guys. I mean, I think this is another case. Wow. Of, Who saw an American tale getting four thumbs up? I know. I did not. Uh, but when we when I watched it earlier, but I no. can't separate myself Sorry, from the history. I thought too, ahead. just it's the same thing that we've had with some of the movies we picked. I watched this movie a lot, a lot. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of nostalgia, but I did think it was quite interesting. I also was going a little J-bone on this by thinking like, oh, you know what? They really, it's a 
tight movie. Like they mm-hmm. really try not to waste anything and it kind of moves along. You know what I mean? It The character just kind of falls into things. And I mean, once again, it's very fast and funny relationships sometimes when you really look at it. Where you're like, oh, everyone's listening to the little mouse now. Nobody knows who he is, but he's got a good idea. <laughs> but I mean, it's a kid's movie, and I think it actually it works that way. So no, I don't think it sucks now. And, and you know what? It is interesting. You know, it would be interesting to kind of have any movie revisit those immigrant, you know, stories, you know, in an even better way now. So in, I'd be in, in, a, in a kid's way, in like a kid's yeah, animated yeah. presentation yeah. somehow yeah. that, that makes cool. it fun and lighthearted. Because we're all used to like. But gangs raw. in New York style, and, you know, like immigrant stories. Yeah. This is the like gangs of New York cartoon. Yeah, it's like that. That that is raw. I love gangs in New York. We can do that one anytime. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's. Yeah, gonna, I would do that one. Let's We're hit good. a break. Wait. Let's hit a break. I'm gonna have my kids come in and and give their solo. If you track down Nora to to tell you off, and she, you can throw that in there too. I'm sure she'd say um, something hilariously degrading to me. That's yeah, fine. that's perfect. Right. Um, and then, uh, and then after like that, that. <laughs> after that, we will come back and say whatever movie it's going to be next. So we're coming right back. Hello, children. Hi. I want to know, what did you guys think of An American Tale? I like it. I like the uh, song. Which song? The cheese song. How did that go? Um, there are no cats in America, and the streets are filled with cheese. <laughs> and anything else? What else did you like? Um, the mice. The mice. How everyone almost died. Okay. What about the big fire cat at the end? Or fire mouse? The monster? I like oh, the yeah, tiger. Like oh, I the like, tiger. I like all the death weapons I had. The death weapons? Okay. Anything else you guys want to say? Um, poop. Poop. Those are my children. Thank you. decide we kind of had one lined up after this and then we forgot oh we were gonna bring ryan in and try a five some <laughs> mm. what uh what movie were we gonna do for ryan um ryan yeah. wanted to do 10 things i hate about you was his choice That's which would joke. get into the solos challenge that if any of us ever actually like a rom-com solo solo guys, demanded justice hey, let's do this right now, i think solo yeah. had been watching the jennifer lopez Owen Wilson won a lot on loops and he was getting really fired up about rom-coms <laughs> for a little while there. Well, I don't it's know if wonderful. you guys know, but Aileen and my band works at the Hallmark Channel now, which I think exclusively oh, yeah. makes rom-coms. Yeah, and Aileen's hilarious and she she could be on for one of those too. Could bring yeah, a Ryan's guest working her seven days a week. He's at Lion King doing okay. makeup. So. Well, then we'll get Ryan right, after Lion King. So yeah. now, we're, we're, now we're out in the open here. What do we got? What are you guys thinking? Oh, the great one. I had a good one, which I forgot completely. <laughs> I we could always do Legend. We still have not done Legend. Legend was the movie that inspired the podcast. Let's what do Legend. Let's, Let's do, do Legend then. Let's Tom finally do Legend. Yeah. 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 Legend. Ridley Scott's Legend, bro. Oh, 
I feel like a, a Tangerine Dreams legend. So here's the question: We need to agree on this. Are we going to watch the super long director's like no. cut version, or are we going to watch the theatrical version? No, we are going to watch re- the theatrical version, preferably if you can find the one with the Tangerine Dreams soundtrack. Is there an alternative were- to that? Because I want the Tangerine yes, because they replaced. Tangerine Dream, Tangerine Dreams soundtrack. That sucks because I love fucking ambient music. That shit's right up my alley. Like and uh, oh yeah, and so um, if I and it has that song it. in it too. Legend, what's how's that go? You should play remember. that song at the end. I don't. If, so if Legend, I talk it Ridley's into my directed, remote, will I be able to find it? Yes, sure I don't know. Can. We'll figure out how to well, find it. You can figure out how to stream anything nowadays. Yeah. Legend, mm-hmm. directed by Ridley Scott, starring Tom Cruise and Tim Curry. And was Nicole it Jennifer Kidman's Connelly? In it too, right? Isn't she? No, I think it was Jennifer no, Connelly. It's, uh, it was no, it's Connelly. not. It's, oh, it's Iona Sky? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. It was like one of the three other brunettes who was in every like action fantasy from like 83 to 87. There's only yeah. three of them? Maybe Bro. four. You think? <laughs> who was in, in uh, Lost Boys? So while while Mike is looking this up, I want to throw some things out there. So we rewatched Labyrinth. We rewatched Neverending Story and the J Bone. It's Household. Mia Sarah. Oh, Mia, Mia Sarah. Okay. okay. So Neverending Story is still absolutely incredible. It's yep. No doubt. Maybe should be in the top five greatest children's movie discussion of all time. It's amazing. So it's still every second of that movie holds up. It's great. It's captivating. Hey, my it's awesome. Name. It looks amazing. Her name is like Moondrop or something. I looked it up because you can't hear what the hell he's saying. Um, uh, Ellen Labyrinth, Labyrinth is still really fun and weird. And the, the Frank Zappa inspired musical number with the guys that take their heads off and sing like this, like Frank Zappa reggae song. It's oh, so yeah. fucking weird. And isn't that um, Jennifer Connelly? That's, that's Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly. Connelly. Yeah, that's David Jennifer Bowie Connelly. and his yeah. dick, which is just like prominent at all times during that movie. Straight on his dick and tights. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And I wanted to shout out before we go uh, the show and the book, Station Eleven. I haven't finished the show yet. I read the book right before the pandemic. It's a great book. The show is fantastic. Mm. And it's like um, maybe the truest screen to novel adaptation i've ever seen in my life like not that they copied it exactly but just like they got the vibes and the the spirit of the book and what felt special about it perfectly done on the show it's also really scary because it's about the end of the world through a pandemic (laughs) it was was created before the before the pandemic but it's really fucking good it's on hbo it's fantastic and it's got laurie petty in it Lori Petty. I haven't seen Lori oh, Petty nice. in ages. And Love she's her. amazing. Yeah, and I'm so, nice. so happy. I just watched Tank Girl. Tank Girl's watched... great, right? Tell me it's, it's so great. It's bad good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Tank like Girl very in the 90s. 90s. I was a big fan 90s. of it. It Lori was really Petty's entertaining, though. 90s. She, that, that, she and your man, Pauly Shore, and Brendan Fraser. My man, Pauly Shore? My man. Pauly's my guy. His man. I mean, I would say he's my guy too. I love Polly. I'm, I'm right. with the Weasel. We should, oh, friends with we should do Johnny oh. and Mnemonic at some Weasel point. Fresh Nugs from coast to coast. So we're doing Legend. By the, by the way, if, uh, well, we're doing Legend. Theatrical yeah. cut with Tangerine Dream. Theatrical by the way, cut. I want to I want to take responsibility for this if it becomes a trend. But uh, <laughs> if anybody says "Let's go, Brandon," to you. Be like, hell yeah, I love Brandon Fraser, and just start talking about Brandon Fraser. <laughs> yeah, Single Man is a timeless yeah. classic. Bro. Nobody's ever said it to me. Exactly. I've only ever and seen he's it doing on amazing on. Um, you hear people say it, but just start talking to them and they'll yeah. walk away. And he's doing great on Doom like, Patrol. So yeah, yeah. 
He was in that uh, Soderbergh movie too, that one that just came out. Uh, oh, Mike, you'll no see when you. No sudden move. Yeah, no sudden move. It's not it's a good. great movie, but it's. I yeah. enjoyed it. It's not his best, but yeah, I enjoyed it. And everybody's got to start thinking about. I want to do the same thing this summer that we did last summer, where everybody picks a movie and offers it up to to the fellows. Pick a favorite. I already, I already know what movie I'm picking. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. Are you? Are you I already gonna, know because. Are you teasing us out right now or are you? Yeah, are you just- I just have a couple top favorite movies that I just think about a lot. And this is like one of them. We did. We <laughs> okay. did Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. And fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Choice. Wait, hold on. I missed yeah. I, my, my crap. But this one I think you out. guys have or, or uh, maybe J-Bone has seen before. Okay. I think. Or Dave has probably seen this before. Is are it we Eyes doing Wide Shut? round of favorite? It's not Eyes Wide Shut. That was one of I'm my I'm just going to keep finalists. teasing it. Okay. Dick in a sandwich. Yeah. So oh, we're just talking way, about we're just talking about like I was reminding everybody to think about hard about your your movie to offer up for the summer. Hmm. And yeah, we should do another versus episode too. Yeah. Uh, where we have to choose one. You know, like we did Alien versus Predator. I I loved hated having to choose one over the other and being like forced to do it. That was that was engaging. We should do that. We got to think of a good one. We need two movies that like somehow are. Re- tangentially related is that the right word yeah. like those two are where they're not really related like but uh platoon and full metal jacket or something like uh, that yeah, like yeah, like that that would be a good that's one. good yeah I, you can, I mean i don't know if these movies would even compare in the way that they're done but thin red line and saving private ryan uh, yeah that'd be good that'd be an interesting i, know I don't love saving private ryan that's the one we both yeah. love we all love that's be 100 okay. percent. yeah those um, that- are both all really long. I remember <laughs> when Apocalypse true, Now, true. Yeah. the like redo version of Apocalypse Now came out. Bucky and I mm. took mushrooms and we were gonna go see it. And I think we like <laughs> missed the time, but we had already eaten the mushrooms. So we were like, shit, we gotta see movies. So we went and saw Ghost World, and which we which was a really fun experience. Oh. Just reminded me of that. That movie's great. I love it. We had decided movie. to go see a four-hour cut of Apocalypse Now on mushrooms for some reason. Which is probably a terrible. So you watch Ghost World three mushrooms, times in that time. I want to recommend. I want to recommend a very highly underrated movie, uh, The Frightener. We're Frighteners with Michael the J. Frighteners is great. Love I, love that I know Frighteners. It's Peter Philly Jackson came out. Peter Jackson, like Peter Jackson doing Frighteners. Stanley Kubrick. We want to watch Stanley Stanley Stanley. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult's career. <laughs> that movie brought back Don't Fear the Breaver, right. and then so we're thinking Mike's going to tease us out. We're thinking about our summer movies. We're doing Legend next. I bet you we can squeeze one or two in again before proper summertime. So oh, yeah. we'll do Legend, and then and we're waiting on Ryan with the fantastic mustache to we're going to do 10 Things I Hate About You down the line. Uh, oh, yeah. I also want to say that Kids in the Hall is on Amazon all the seasons for free oh, now. I thought you were so going to say watch, Brain Candy was. Well, no, that's there too. All Kids in the Hall stuff is on Amazon, so go waste some more time with that. Amazing. Them. That's I'm going to recommend incredible. another show. It's really good. It's a Dutch show called Undercover. It's on Netflix. It's very good. So, Under, so. Undercover. Wait, are, is this like a Dutch 11. oven joke? Oh, oh, wait, no. we're doing recommendations. Real That's show what I about a Dutch um, oven. It's real, Mike. I thought no, you were going to, I thought this, you were trolling us and you were making a Dutch oven joke. No, I was about. Cause it's that. called Undercover. <laughs> Undercover, undercover Dutcher. It's a Dutch undercover show. Dutcher. I, like to, I, undercover. I, I like realizing that my humor has gotten under there so much that you would just think that I'm doing that. I'm trying under, to stay one step ahead. Under humors, are humors <laughs> when like you're sick in olden times and they have to give you opium or something? Yeah. Isn't that what humors are? No, isn't it like the four biles? It's like black, <laughs> throw up, 
green. No, no, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> your body chemistry. Really weird brown one. The humors. <laughs> Runny poops. What does anybody has anybody watched Jack Reacher on Amazon? You like that? Um, I watched it. Like, the okay. wife and I are watching Yellow Jackets, and it's really good. Oh, is that oh, the one where so the kids Mike's. get they crash? It's like a live, but with a soccer team. Yes, or yeah, a girls yeah. soccer team, or yes. whatever. Yeah, Same I want to watch that. And it's Juliette Lewis and Christina Ricci. Juliette Lewis and is Melanie killing Linsky. it so far. Oh, it, I like. I love both. her. She's mm-hmm. great. She was in Detroit Rock City. Yeah. Um, and that that is actually a movie. Uh, we beautiful creatures. Do. Beautiful Ooh, creatures. I, I thought of awesome. all right. How about this? Wait, we could do party movies like Project X and Superbad. I've never seen Project X. I would do oh, Superbad. Yeah. Listen, Superbad like, is zero percent suck. Superbad I would is do, a well. I would do about versus movies. Yeah. How about we we you do Dazed and Confused and Detroit Rock For, City as or, the versus? No, wait. Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused versus Superbad. Oh, I mean, like all of these, like it's oh. any of the party movies. Oh, I think it's better in the sense of genre because they're fairly the same. Unless you're going to do like, uh, we didn't do Die Hard versus Predator, but like if you did Die Hard, they have to be equal. Like, you're right. Die Hard versus Blade Two or something. No, like that. no, no, no. no, no. It would have to be another eighties action movie. What's going to go against Blade Two? Like, like a single cop survivor drama. Pick over Blade Two. There's like five. Like, come on. You know? Like, Die Hard versus, I don't know, something like Cliffhanger, but not Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. but better. Yeah, uh, like Rambo, the original Rambo or something. That's a good versus uh, Die Hard. There's nothing. Ju- Die Judge Hard Dredd is in a class Dredd. by itself. <laughs> Judge Dredd versus Dredd would be interesting. Well, I already like the newer one better than the old one. Yeah, the other What's, yeah what are two 80s action movies that are just like, I like hands I like, down? Yeah, for, uh, First Blood versus... Die Hard? Die Hard? No, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that, I feel like that, Die Hard's just First Blood versus Commando. What's a serious movie? What about like First Blood versus Platoon? <laughs> no, I, I kind of like the Platoon versus Full Metal Jacket, but... That's a good... Since they came one. out... Did they yeah, come out like the same year, yeah. maybe? They're really close. And yeah. uh, they're almost identical. Though, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, no, they are not almost identical. That is not true at all. I mean, all. they're both in no, Vietnam. No, I mean, I mean, like the the their themes are really identical, and like they kind of have let's, really similar characters. But let's put that on the back. But the situations like are, are are different, okay. and and Kubrick clearly shoots in England, and it's like definitely not Vietnam where they are. They're showing Full Metal Jacket. If I haven't missed it, I think this weekend coming up at my my local movie theater that I love. So I might go might go see it on the big screen. Oh, be man. fun. It'd be my second Kubrick movie I've seen on the big screen this year. So. I'm gonna try and do that. Die Hard versus Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that work? That's kind of perfect. That works. Kind I don't perfect. know. They're both movies like kind of perfect. Do you hate either of those movies. Right, that's our home. Christmas. We'll do that. <laughs> that's our that's Christmas. That's, oh. I love it. that's our Christmas one. Uh, All right, that's that's way. That, that's deep. That's gonna be a deep back burner. So next is Legend. That's what we're doing. All right. That's Legend. amazing. That Good night, genius, boys. Though. It was awesome. Good night. That was All a great idea. We're ending on your genius, Mike. Well done. Later, <laughs> yeah. boys. Bye. Up, up, up. In your ear. Podcast Network.